You are listening to the Hustle Fearlessly podcast. I'm your host, Fabiola Giordani. If you're here, you're ready to learn how to leverage your expertise to build wealth and create more freedom. On this show, you can expect practical mindset advice, actionable marketing tips and strategies to build a business that brings in more profit, more ease, and more freedom. Let's dive in. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to today's episode. We are going to talk about planning to explode your revenue in 2023. Oh my gosh, the year is basically over. The holidays are here and I'm nowhere near prepared for Christmas. (laughs) First of all, can we back up and say I'm so ready for 2022 to be over? Okay. It's just been a strange year and I'm just ready to just move on. Okay. It's like we're done dating. I'm over you. I'm really excited about 2023 and I can feel the energetic shift um, for me specifically. Uh, And I know that the moment it hits January 1st, 2023, like it's just going to be even better. And this shift is just going to skyrocket and accelerate me to whatever next level that I desire. I'm just so ready for it. Um, But I don't know about you. Like I said, I've been ready for the year to be over and I've been decluttering my home um, creating capsule wardrobes for winter, even though I live in Florida because I'm, <laughs> it's funny. I'm a minimalist. Most people don't know that about me. I call, like to call myself a luxury minimalist. I just, I believe in the concept of sustainable living and just being conscious of how we are living on this planet and consuming. Um, I'm not an extremist, you know, I'm not going to do all the things that most people do, but I'm very conscious and, you know, focused on sustainable living. The point being is decluttering brings me joy. Um, and I basically spent the last few weeks saying, I have nothing to wear. And then my closet was like in disarray. And I was like, let me organize some stuff. And then of course I was like, wait, this is a whole capsule wardrobe right here. So I put together capsule wardrobe. I literally donated a ton of stuff. I'm like, I am no longer going to wear this because here's the thing. I love before it became cool, before it was a thing and all the minimalist girls were, or I'm sorry, slow fashion ladies were wearing black white, tan, um, and muted colors. That was my life. Like I remember being in a parade when I was like 15 and it was hot outside. I was wearing all black head to toe. I had jet black hair, black sunglasses, black top, black pants, black boots, because I'm in Miami being ridiculous and a black jacket. My mom was like, girl, aren't you hot? I'm like, nope. (laughs) Living my best black life today. Okay. Let me be, leave me alone. But my mom was always like, listen, you're young. You should be wearing color. And I'm like, no. Um, I found a few things. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but I was sharing this pink jacket I bought for this um, photo shoot years ago that I feel like every time I hire a photographer, they're always like, you can't, you shouldn't add color. And I'm like, that's not even who I am. And I go and I follow and I'm like, I'm never going to wear these clothes again. So note to self, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to find someone who's going to honor my style and my look. Um, But anyways, I digress. The point is decluttering. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I've been sharing this pink jacket I've been wearing it all week because I'm like, I want to know that I'm really going to be able to use this in the future. And I kind of like that pop of color. So it stays. Anyways, just sharing that with you because it actually goes into the conversation we're going to have today. Decluttering does open up the space and the energy for more money to flow into your life and into your business. So if you're not doing it just yet before the new year, even if you don't do your whole home like I am, definitely find some areas in your home that could use some decluttering like your work area or your closet, things that you frequent every day, even your fridge. Like I know we clean our fridges, but sometimes we keep things like, oh, I'm totally going to finish this sauce and 
the bottles like for three months and you're like, I'm definitely not going to ever try this. It sucks. I remember my, um, my daughter bought something. She was some flavor of salad dressing. And I'm like, you're totally not going to like this. And then she didn't like it. And I'm like, dude, just throw it out. You're not going to use it. So anyways, so I want to share that with you because of course you have time to listen to <laughs> my little anecdotes anyways. But yeah, definitely declutter if you can at least one or two areas in your home, because it does help with what we're going to talk about. So let's talk about planning to explode your revenue in 2023. So today I want to share with you my planning concept, a different way to look at planning and making money in your business. This is um, a concept that I came up with like years ago in 2016, January 2nd or 3rd, I did a workshop that like over 600 people signed up for, 500 people were in that webinar listening to me talk about this and everyone loved it. And it is a principle that I live by and I want to share those with you. So this episode will be broken down in two parts. Part one, I wanna share with you the five principles of money that will virtually guarantee that you reach your revenue goals um, that you desire for the new year. And then part two is gonna be how to plan it. My little behind <laughs> behind my brain of how I look at uh, planning for the year and for the quarter, okay? So let's dive into the five principles of money. I love this because you can use this for the entire year, you can use this for your quarterly planning, and you can use it when you are launching and you're just, let's say you're launching and things aren't really moving in the flow in the way that you want, your, the sales may not be coming in like you want, or it feels hard, I want you to go back into these five principles of money because you'll find the spot of where what you need to fix energetically or in your plan or in your launch, et cetera, so that you can make more money, all right? So let's dive in. Principle number one is that money loves clarity. So get clear about what you truly want and be honest with yourself. So do not shy away from your financial desires. So if you wanna make 500K next year, 100K next year, a million dollars next year, say that. It doesn't matter, you know, how you're going to get there just yet, just be clear about what you want because money loves you to be honest with it and it loves you to be super, super clear. What I find is that most people will say, I would love to make, you know, 500K next year, but then they start looking at how big their audience is. They start looking at all these reasons why they may not be able to reach the goal and then they feel deflated and then they don't do it. And they say, well, I guess I'll pick a goal of, you know, 200K because that seems easier for where I'm at. The point is you can make money from, you know, in so many different ways, you can reach your goals in so many different ways, is what I want to say. So don't shy away about what you want. Your desires are coming up for you for a reason. That Now, if you decide I want to make a million dollars because I see everyone doing it and it sounds like fun, right? If it sounds like fun, that's good too. But if you're like, oh, so-and-so just this, I want to do it too, and it's not what you truly desire, it's also going to block your energetic flow of getting focused to reach your goals, okay? So be clear about your goals and be honest with yourself because money loves clarity. All right, principle number two, money loves creativity. This is really important. So I'm gonna share this perspective in two different ways, okay? One of my coaches once told me in the past, like, if you don't have money for something, go out, create something and sell it. That's it, right? You are a creator and you get to create money, period, okay? But the other side to this is that money also loves creative ideas. In my first two to three years of business, I launched a ton of different new things because I was still finding myself. I love to create and I still do. Um, 
And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to create something new for the new year, you have a new idea, that's totally cool. But if you're seasoned, you have your offer suite, you've been, you know, getting great results with your offers and you have, you don't really want to just break your business by creating a ton of new things, right? That's okay. You don't have to. But you can find creative ways to sell and market your offers, creative ways to show up, creative ways to get new leads, creative ways to make more money within the construct of how your business is designed already. So if you offer a signature course, a signature high-end program, those are your two offers, for example, what are some creative ways that you can bring in more leads, you can market your offer, you can have more fun with this process of marketing and selling. Maybe some new creative backend things. It doesn't always have to be marketing. It could also be like um, one of my clients, a way that she infused money loves creativity principle into her business was, um, you know, shipping um, little gifts to her clients when they pay in full for her membership. Okay. So people who pay in full, they get a little box with a t-shirt, um, some paraphernalia of the brand, things like that. Right. And so that's another way she was able to infuse money and creativity into, um, follow that principle is my point. Okay. So it's okay to be creative. You don't have to be in the flow of constantly creating something new, right? In your business, but you can be more creative is my point. The third principle is money loves action. This one's easy. Take action. Okay. Now I'm going to share some caveats for you in a minute, but this is one of my favorite things that Denise DT always says. Um, and she always says that money, uh, marketing is manifesting. So sometimes people are like, I want to manifest new clients. Okay, but you need to act, go out there and take the action because money loves action. All right. So you can't just sit around and hope that it finds you, right? Most of you are not sitting around waiting for money to find you. You're a business owner making money. But for those of you who might be listening to the podcast, brand new to the business, just know that you need to go out there and take action. Um, but this is the caveat. You are out there making money, taking action. For example, let's say you're launching. Most of my examples will probably be launching because that's where my brain automatically goes. But let's say you're launching your offer, right? And for some reason, this is like your 10th launch and everything that used to work is not working anymore. And you're telling yourself, well, Fab says money loves action. I'm definitely taking action. I'm showing up. I've done webinars, sending emails. I'm doing live streams. I'm, I'm doing all of the things. Why is it not working? Well, Maybe it's because you're not taking intentional action. And what I mean by that is oftentimes people want to just focus on this used to work. Why is it not working? Instead of pausing for a second, taking stock and doing a quick evaluation of, okay, so far in this launch, I've done X, Y, Z that used to work and didn't work, but I'm, I'm doing, I tried this new thing that's working. Instead of doubling down on the new thing that's working, they then keep trying the old ways because it feels comfortable for them right? So when it comes to money loves action, you want to, if you're taking stock of like, okay, this is not flowing, the sales aren't coming in, this feels harder than it needs to be, then ask yourself, am I taking intentional action? And that may look like doing a quick evaluation, see what's working, doubling down on that, or coming up with create a new creative idea because money loves creativity. Um, coming up with a new creative idea to ensure that you are, you know, in, a, in the energetic flow of creating and receiving that money. So a great example of this is that um, one of my clients, uh, this didn't happen during a launch, but she had a launch that did not go well. And this was a program that was already making consistent five figures each launch. She wanted to get six figures. And when we did our evaluation prior to like creating the strategy, I asked her, 
Where do you get the most consistent conversions in your business? Meaning people are showing up for you, they're engaging with you, they're like really into the work and they raise their hand to be a part of the community, whether that is opting into a freebie, you know, signing up for calls with you, um, you know, buying from you, right? And she kept saying, you know, Instagram. I'm like, okay, let's take stock. So we, you know, I asked her a few more questions And then she's like, you know what? Come to think of it, it's not Instagram. That is my social platform where I get the most engagement, where I get the most conversions in my business happens to be my podcast. Guess what we did? We creatively designed a plan for her to leverage her podcast for her launch. She did no webinars, no challenge, nothing. And she had a six-figure launch because intentional action is important and being creative with the way that you um, call in your money is important. So notice she didn't start a new thing. She didn't create anything new. We just took stock of what was already working for her business and we leveraged that. So money loves creativity is number two and then money loves action is number three. Principle number four, money loves being told what to do. Now listen up, okay? Because this is really important and I don't want you to miss it. First of all, All five principles are important, okay? All five principles are important, but money loves being told what to do is huge. Let me tell you something. Money loves a good assignment, honey, okay? A good assignment. And what I mean by that is oftentimes when we're, sometimes, not often, but sometimes we're we're planning for the year or maybe we're planning for a launch, we might be like, well, I have debt and I wanna pay off this debt, so I'm gonna launch this thing to make extra money to do X, Y, Z. And it's never fun. It's rooted in lack. It's rooted in doubt or whatever. Like, it doesn't feel great. Um, And so you wanna tell your money what to do specifically. So even if it's saving, it's important, all right? So that means tell your money what to do for you. Don't just plan for it. Plan to make the money, right? You plan the goal, you plan to make the money, but you wanna tell money what to do in terms of how you're spending it and how you're saving the money. So let me give you an example of saving because I don't want you to be like, listen, Fabiola told me, go out and spend the money. That's not what I'm saying at all. Okay, you can, but obviously you wanna be financially wise out here. But an example of this is don't just say, I wanna make extra money to save it. A better way to assign your money um, or to give your money an assignment is, you know, I want to save money for a down payment for my new home. I want to save money to buy a car. I want to save money to have an epic retirement. Notice, even if it's a long-term goal like retirement, you still want to give your money an assignment. Even if you want your money to sit there in the bank and grow or you want to invest it, and that's why you want to make the money, it doesn't always have to be to spend it. You can say, I am really excited to you know, make additional income so that I have a cushion for my life. So I have, I can live comfortably. That is still assigning your money, right? That's still telling your money what to do for you. And so it's important for you to do that, especially when you're launching, especially when you're planning for the year. So if your goal is a million dollars, list at least three to five reasons why, or three to five things you want to assign your money. Again, not the entire million, you know this already, but like give your money something to do. Give your money something to look forward to. You're going to call in more money when you look at money and planning and financial planning or making money in that way. Let me say that, making money. Um, So again, you don't always have to spend the money, but you want to plan for how the money is going to be utilized, basically. So example for launch, (laughs) I want to say that. Don't just plan the launch, right? Don't just say this is the amount of revenue that I want to make from that launch, but what will it do for your life or business? So an example of this is what I like to do is I write down um, my, my launch goal and plan. And the goal is X, right? 
and the re the goal the revenue goal is X and from this launch or the sale that I'm going to make for example let's say you're just doing one on coaching I will be doing Y again I will take myself on a vacation I will save for an effort retirement I'll put away to you know you know boost my financial portfolio with in real estate etc cetera, etc cetera, all right which brings me to principle number five, also equally important. Again, all five are important. Money loves great energy. Money loves great energy. This is really important. So have fun when you're setting your financial goals and infuse your plans into your, your, your fun plans or your fun, yeah, your fun plans into your goals, right? So for example, when I'm getting ready to launch, I set a launch goal a re in, you know, my revenue goal. And I also set a fun goal for myself. So maybe buy myself a gift, a bracelet, go to massage, to a massage, um, you know, go to the spa, take a mini vacay, you know, take a nap. I don't know. <laughs> buy myself new luxurious sheets so I can take a nap, book a hotel, etc. Make it fun. Now, great energy is your physical mindset, you like your mindset and you're also your energy as a human. But we know that life is 50-50. I think Brooke Castillo says this all the time. Life is 50-50 and we're humans having a human experience. So I'm not saying be positive poly all the freaking time. There's nothing wrong with that if that's who you are. That's not what I mean. It doesn't mean like if you're not energetically happy or like, you know, super excited about things that you're not going to make money. What I mean by money loves great energy is that even if life is lifing, you can still have fun. You still want to play. You still want to infuse your, your money goals and your money making activities with fun. It could be something as simple as planning a mini vacation or buying yourself a beautiful bracelet or, you know, changing up your wardrobe or buying up a new pair of shoes. It could also be something as simple as, um, you know, you energetically being connected to the money and just being excited about making it. Like it's really up to you. But what the point I'm trying to make here is don't stifle your ability to make money by stopping the flow of money with lack, resistance, and doubt. Like, just let it flow, let it be the thing that, um, you know, you just show up in your most authentic self and just be powerful and stand in the energy of making money and utilizing the money for the good of living a good life, right? That's the whole point of this that I want to make, okay? So five principles of money that you want to infuse into your planning for the year. And you can do this quarterly, monthly, weekly. You can do this. You can ask yourself these questions or um, go through this quick checklist, so to speak, not questions, these quick checklists of money principles when you're getting the plan, getting ready to plan a launch, etc. So money loves clarity, money loves creativity, money loves action, money loves being told what to do, and money loves great energy. So I like to use this for my yearly planning, but also like if I'm getting ready for a launch or the quarter. I'm like, am I hitting these points? Like, and even if you didn't do it at the beginning of your planning, let me just say this, for example, and you're getting ready to, to go into a launch and you're halfway through and something doesn't feel right and the, the flow of money's not coming in the way that you want, come back to this episode, write these down. Hopefully you're doing that now, but if not, don't worry. Cause I usually, usually listen to my podcast while I drive. My point is come back and check in with yourself. Am I being creative? Am I being clear? Am I taking intentional action? Um, am I telling my money what to do? Even if it's buying a new system for your business, it doesn't always have to be a personal goal. Um, and, you know, am I doing things with great energy? Do I have a fun goal planned? Okay. So again, one thing I want to tell you is, especially if you're looking at like ending like every quarter or every month, you can actually give yourself a gift every month to, to incentivize you, to energize you, to get shit done. Okay. So you don't have to wait for the year. All right. 
So that's the first half of this podcast. The second thing that I want to go over with you is my um, three must-haves for creating your plans, your goals for the year, okay? So number one is to plan your year out in quarters. So I like to use a 12-week year system now. I love that. But I still do an overall, like, this is what I want my year to look like, right? This is how much I want to make, what I want it to look like. So you want to get clear and of your idea for the year and get focused on the following things, which is number two of must-haves, is decide on your three to four projects that you want to implement and get done um, for the year and plan those out in advance. So for example, if you know that you're going to do three launches next year, which quarters or what time frame you're going to do these launches so that you have them planned in advance and you can work your way backwards because it's not about like, Oh, the new quarter just changed. Okay. Now I want to launch this thing. And now you're trying to put all these things together. If you know in advance, especially if you're building your team, you know that, you know, I'm going to hire this freelancer for that. I'm going to hire a new person on my team to do this, et cetera, et cetera, so that you are setting yourself up for success and less burnout, less overall, less frustration, because you know exactly what you're going to do. So example of this is if you want to have any launches, system overhauls in your business. For example, we are going to do a new website in my business. I um don't know if you know this, but I used to do branding and websites for um, entrepreneurs and I always did my own branding and I'm over that now. So <laughs> I do love brand, you know, helping pu- people pull out their brand stories, brand messaging, things like that. But I'm no longer excited to design for myself or come up with brand concepts for myself. So I'm going to hire um, a brand strategist to come up with the branding for our business and then my team can execute on the the website itself, but that's a project, right? That's something that's an overhaul. We haven't had a website in like six years. So I want to approach it with intentionality. And most importantly, it's not just going to be my team. So I also want to give myself time to find the right people to help me and everything. Give those people time to do what they need to do. You get the point. Plan in advance, okay? And the third must have when you are planning is to build in more fun, okay? (laughs) Great energy, okay? More fun into your year, into your work, into your day-to-day. So I learned this from a self-care coach back in the day because at the time, um, I think it was a year and a half in business, I was totally burned out, y'all. I was always working because it was like, oh, you know, I come from making barely anything in corporate to finally, you know, compared to what I was making in my business, I want to keep going and I, I love my business. I really do. And so I was going hard but neglecting my home, my family, myself, and it just wasn't great. Um, and so I decided to part, participate in a year long program and I learned so much, but the key takeaway from that program and from working with that coach was to prioritize yourself first. At first I was like, this sounds selfish, but technically I was kind of doing that, but in the wrong way, I was just focusing on my business. So I want you to build in more fun, but you want to prioritize yourself first. Cause when you are pouring into your cup or putting your mask on first, we hear the principle all the time. We then can help other people. Okay. With that being said, I want you to block off times for a vacation on your calendar, for rest and for fun. Even if you have no clue where you are going to go, take that time off, sis. Take it off your calendar. Like you are unavailable for X date to X date because you have a vacation plan. Whether or not you actually booked the flight is none of anybody's business or mine. Okay. I want you to take that time off because then, and you want to not just block it off, set up reminders. So for example, if you are going to take a summer vacation, for example, two weeks off in the summer um, or three weeks, whatever, um, block it off. But also I want you to, in the calendar, Google calendar, set up reminders for yourself. So maybe one month out, two months out, three months out, four months out, however long you need 
to remind you to book the tickets. And you can also add in your calendar things like, let's say this is happening in summer in in July. So maybe by February, you want to be able to choose where you're going to go and buy the ticket, then get your hotel. So you kind of build it in. And that way, those reminders coming up for you, even if you don't do it all at once, it just keeps you in the flow. It helps you two ways. Number one, obviously to take this vacation that you probably need to be taking anyways, but also it kind of motivates. It's like, oh, I have a vacation to Paris coming up. Like I got to get these things in order. I have to, you know, if if you've been procrastinating on hiring a team member, well, now you know, if you're going to take this month off or X, Y, Z, you need to get on that, right? (laughs) You need time for this person to get acclimated in your business, things like that. So that's one of the ways that you want to infuse more fun is by planning ahead. And by no means am I a planner, y'all. I am such a hippie. Like, I live by my calendar because I'm such a hippie. And no offense to any hippies, I'm not saying anything. But, like, I'm, like, free-spirited. I will just run off the rails if, if it's left to my own devices. So learning, calendaring, and, you know, planning things ahead, if it's not on my calendar, it ain't getting done. My team knows this. Like, like, yeah, my husband does that too. Like people are always sending me calendar reminders because I will not be there if it's not on my calendar. That's my point. So with that being said, infuse more fun. So some examples besides planning a vacation that I've done in my life from learning from this incredible coach. She actually doesn't do this work anymore, but she still infused fun and playing the work she does now. So it's awesome. But my point is that uh, I learned from her the system of calendaring, like planning your calendar for the year. And I'm not talking about to-dos and and meetings and stuff. I'm talking about, again, prioritizing yourself first. So one thing that I do now is at the end of every single month. So when I'm done doing my planning, I'll sit down with my calendar on a different day. I block off the last week of every month for myself. Point blank period. It's non-negotiable. I get to do things that I want, whether it's rest, relax, creative time, creating my business, but I'm not on calls. I'm not in meetings. I'm not doing any of those things because that's my time. It doesn't have to be a week. I actually started off with a few days at the end of the month, and then now I'm at a full week for myself. So that's also great. Other things, like I told y'all, I used to work so hard in my business that I neglected everything. But one standard thing that's on my calendar has been in perpetuity forever will be like Fridays are family movie nights or fun times. So that means I don't actually work on Fridays. I work maybe two to three hours on Fridays and then I'm taking the rest of the time off to like, you know, recuperate because I am a huge introvert. I am not shy. I'm not afraid of folks, but listen, energetically, if you put me in a room of people, I will be drained. Like I'll leave that room and just have to go lay down immediately. So with that being said, and having two kids in like a 10 year age gap, like my teenage, my teenager is very moody because she's a teenager. She's a great kid, right? Both of them are great kids. And then my uh, toddler is full of energy. So that combined for someone who, um, you know, I'm energetically sensitive it's a lot. So of course, Fridays, I can't work the full day because I, I personally need time to like charge up so that I can be ready to do fun things with my kids. So it's just simple things like that. You might think like, oh, this is silly, but it really isn't. Especially if you're an introvert, you know what I'm talking about. You got to get yourself, for, especially for the, the weekend. I also have to use that Friday charger for the weekend. You get my point. So simple things like this will help you. So must haves for your plans or planning for 2023 is number one, plan out your um your quarters. And again, I recommend the 12 week year book for that. Decide on your top three to four projects for the year. So you can plan those in advance. That includes launches. Um, and then build in fun into your planning and build in fun into your, um, build fun into 
your uh, calendar. So once you're done your planning, put your calendar. Okay. Last thing I want to share with you in this part two section of this is um, this concept that I learned from Corinne Crabtree around the goal setting process. I thought it was pretty cool. So I'm like, my people need to hear this too. So this is what her concept is. So you want to set a big goal for the year. So let's say your big goal is 500K for the year, for example. So you want to come up with five things that you must do to get to that big goal. Um, each quarter, you're going to plan five things that you are going to do to get to that big goal. <laughs> then each month, you're going to plan five things that's going to get you to your quarterly goals done, right? And each week, you're going to, I'm sorry, did I get that? For each month, you're going to get five plan. Each month, you're going to plan five things to get to your quarterly goals. Each week, you're going to plan five things to get to your monthly goals. And um, each day, you're going to plan uh, one to three things that's going to get you to your weekly goals, okay? And those are the things you're going to get done first before you do anything else in your business. So every day, one to three things you're going to do that's going to get you to your end goal for that week. And this will actually, I love this concept. I'm going to try it this year because, or next year. Because it actually, come to think of it, just makes you more streamlined and focused because you're looking at the big goal every day. Which brings me to the last point that she makes, and I love this concept, that is writing your big goal down every single day. So at the top of your to-do list every day, you would write your, your, your goal. So my goal is to make 500K by December 31st, 2023, right? But I like to actually future pace my goals. So I probably, the nerd that I am, will write it differently. So how I will write it is... Um, I'm so happy that I was able to meet my, meet X goal. No, it is December 30, sorry. It is December 31st, 2023. And I'm so happy, um, and excited that I got to meet my goal of X, like something like that. That's how I have a better script, but I'm riffing here. The point I'm making is I future pace my goals naturally now. And so that's how I'll be writing it. But it could just be as simple as my goal for the year is X, Y, Z. What I love about this concept and what she said around it is that you're going to be energetically connected to your goal every single time you write it down. But most importantly, most importantly, you're going to be reminded of your goal each and every single time, right? So it stays top of mind. You're energetically connected to it. And most importantly, because it's on your mind, you're going to want to do the things and stay consistent to what I just shared with you, the breakdown to reach that goal. Does that make sense? It's like you're programming your mind to make that goal happen. Um, and my favorite thing to do is just future pace it. But if you can't future pace it, it's okay. Um, I'll probably do a podcast episode on future pacing and scripting your, uh, your goals out in the future. Anyways, so at the top of your to-do list, you want to write down every day. But if you don't have a to-do list, say Sunday, you're not doing anything, no business-related things, write your goal down every single day. So even if it's on a post-it note, you want to physically write it down with your hand. That's the other um, thing she shared, is that you want to write down the goal every single um, day. So even if you're going to the grocery store for the day, you have a list of your groceries, write it down on top of your list or write it down on a post-it note, okay? So love these concepts. I hope they are helpful to you. Go out there, plan, get incredible results. I know that you're going to crush 2023. And I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you. Hop on over to Instagram, send me a DM. Let me know what your biggest takeaway has been from this episode and what you're going to implement. Most importantly, come back, especially because I listen to my podcast while I'm driving. Come back, listen to the five principles of money, um, write them down and stay true to them every single time that you're you're taking action towards making money in your business, your money-making activities. It's definitely going to be a game changer in how you show up, how you make money. Um, 
yeah. So I hope this was helpful. I cannot wait to hear about your incredible results for 2023. All right. Bye, gorgeous. I'll see you on our next episode uh, next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are ready for a simple and proven process to launch and fill your premium offers, then I want to invite you to apply for VIP coaching with me, where we're going to work together on selling out your offers so that you can create more freedom in your business. Go to the link in the show notes and learn more and apply. I'll see you there. Bye, gorgeous.